Welcome to the next episode of the Cannabis Review. I'm delighted to be joined in this episode by Aurelien Bernard, who is the founder at Newsweed France. How are you keeping, Aurelien? Very well. Thank you. Great stuff, mate. Thank you for coming on. Uh, I've been looking to kind of tip around now around Europe and look at the kind of top media platforms that are in Europe. And uh, as everybody knows, Newsweed France is the top platform in France. So it's great to have you on the show and give everybody an overview of what uh, is happening in your district. Can you maybe get everybody up to speed and where your career started in media and how you ended up setting up Newsweed France So we, before we move into the first topic? Yes. Um, so Newsweed was created seven years ago. Uh, before that, I worked um, in the media industry um, and I just figured it out that um, in France, we didn't have any cannabis news. Um, so I um, uh, decided to uh, fulfill this, this empty space um, and just do what I, I was doing in, in my previous company. Um, that's building web platform, um, building audience. Um, and just talking about um, a, a, an empty topic in France. Um, and when starting uh, seven years ago, um, I was pretty sure I um, was uh, very aware of all cannabis-related topics, and I discovered pretty quickly that I didn't know anything, um, that everything that I was taught in France about cannabis was either dubious or false. Um, so I restarted to educate myself uh, on every cannabis-related topic, um, uh, mostly with um, anglophone sources, uh, studies, uh, therapeutical studies, and uh, all, all the topics that um, is cannabis-related. Um, I started to answer my own question, and in fact, the first news with article were uh, the answer um, at my question. Um, and after a few months, um, after starting Newsweek, it was really a, a, a beginner stuff at the, at the beginning. Um, and I, I gained traction, I gained audience, and I decided to quit my job to um, just uh, develop Newsweek and, and build a, a true cannabis media that, that uh, it is today. And today we are, uh, again, the, the leading uh, cannabis media in France. And, Pretty is the only one to do what we do. Um, that is um, writing daily about worldwide legal cannabis news without advocating um, or without be, uh, being uh, pro-cannabis or pro-legalization. Um, and we try to cover all kind of stuff uh, from political uh, subject to therapeutical, to lifestyle, to culture. Um, not cultivation, because we can't uh, sp uh, talk about cultivation in France, but culture um, and, and all, all, all the, that array of, of topics. And I um, got um, extremely lucky, for example, to work with, uh, with MAPS, which is one of the biggest um, tech companies, uh, cannabis-related in the US. Um, so all my um, journey um, uh, was really... I, I was very lucky to meet uh, a lot of companies, of worldwide companies that are very, very known now. Amazing. Yeah, you guys have built up a great reputation and the content that you put out on a daily basis is very impressive, to say the least. The first topic I wanted to kind of jump into was European cannabis media. 
it, the one thing I've noticed about the media it was it was a very open space at the start. You had MJ Biz Daily mm. and maybe Business Can came to the fore over here a little bit first and Prohibition Partners have acquired them now recently. So I'm sure they're going to grow their uh, their market share as well. Everything seemed directed initially at the the kind of business people and the CEOs. And there has been very few consumer-based media platforms that I've noticed of yet. Even the likes of High Times seem to have lost their way to a good degree that they're not as reputable as they used to be. Who are the kind of cannabis media players in Europe that you kind of would respect? There's obviously Laura Ramos in Portugal, a kind of reporter, is mm-hmm. uh, is one of the good sources. Is there anybody up in Switzerland or Germany or Denmark or maybe even Italy that you're uh, you're seeing coming to the fore? Yeah, um, I look at um, yeah, obviously Canary uh, Reporter, uh, cannabis industry in Netherlands too. Uh, business can in, in UK, Dolce Vita uh, in Italy, Caniamo um, in, in Spain. Um, pretty every European country has its own um, either magazine or web platform. And when I started Newsweek, uh, France didn't have any, uh, any so uh, that's why I created um, my media. Um, and they are pretty reputable. Some of the oldest magazines, the printed magazine, still exist today um, and in France uh, we didn't have any um, any media about cannabis because it's really difficult to to talk about cannabis you can't um, uh, advocate for cannabis use for example um, it, it's still punished with fine and, and potentially jail um, so the media uh, angle was a way to talk um, uh, about cannabis with, without being punished. Uh, and I think all the, the other European countries have more facility to, to talk and write uh, about that subject. Um, obviously, business is a big part of all the, the media today. Uh, but I try to have more uh, lifestyle and culture uh, which is important because um, all the medical and the, the adult use industry uh, is based on what happened um, 20, 30, 40 years before. Uh, and we, we have to be aware of that to build a, a sustainable industry. Yeah, no, I agree. I think a lot of the B2B uh, media platforms now, they're all just rehashing the same story. Somebody puts out one story, it just seems to be copy and pasted 10 times over, whereas the culture side of it, and uh, yeah, highlighting specific, whether it's music or food or creativity or whatever it is that it may be. There's a consumer base out there that are consuming cannabis. Not everybody's owning a business and looking at the tax regulations and some of the research that might be coming out in, in medical side of things. Um, we, we're actually going to be, the Cannabis Review are going to be launching now in Ireland as the Irish platform. So we've got a lot of lawyers going to be writing articles and DJs and people all giving in different types of playlists and food. But do you think there's going to be a number of merger and acquisitions now over the next couple of years in cannabis media where there's a dominant player in Europe? Or do you see there being still territorial publications that are, uh, are, are still just specific to each individual country? Yeah, media is a complicated um, enterprise. Um, as you can see in the United States or in Canada, a lot of media uh, uh, felt uh, uh, or almost disappear. Uh, for example, the Cannabis uh, was a, a legacy media, uh, has been bought by a local journal and then closed. 
high times uh, has a lot of difficulties to maintain uh, it, its business um, uh, in Canada. Um, Lyft uh, was actually pretty known and, and almost disappeared as they are still doing some events uh, this year. Um, but as for Europe, um, it could um, it's some major um, could happen. Um, but even if we are uh, a united 25 countries, uh, like big, big, um, uh, big uh, gathering, um, it, we still have a, a lot of difference, uh, in, mainly in, in regular uh, regulatory part. Um, so, so you could have something and, and a lot of language too. So it's really difficult to maintain a, a, a wall homogeneity of news um, talking about um, every uh, talking to everybody in, in Europe. So I, I mostly see that uh, with uh, uh, each country will have uh, its own media or medias uh, with several one. Um, it's, that doesn't avoid um, some major um, between national media to have a, a European media group. Uh, it, it could also happen. Um, but uh, as for um, development uh, of the development of the media, um, industry should uh, look at it too because media is really powerful and important um, to not to, to do communication or advertising, but just to be objective and spread um, the reality of the cannabis in the good and the bad, uh, and the bad sides. Um, and, and industry should support uh, the media because they are yeah, uh, spreading uh, the ideas and really yeah, important no, I, for, for Europe. I couldn't agree with you more. The media is the tip of the spear in this industry and that's, it's how everybody's being informed. So the more uh, well-funded and the better content that's been put out by media companies, the better it's going to be for everybody in the industry because it'll create more awareness and uh, bring that level of professionalism that needs to be brought to some of the media platforms. I'm going to jump on to the last topic before I let you go, and it's an overview of French cannabis. Now, we've talked to uh, people before from Paris, and it was a while ago now, so can you maybe give us a quick overview of the first cultivation license I saw with Overseed were announced? Um, CBD flour on sale in dispensaries over there, or is it still uh, illegal to sell CBD flour? Because I think that's one of the, the big territories that's going to, or big industries that will happen in Europe is the sale of CBD flour being allowed, I think, is going to, explode in Europe once they get all the regulations mm -hmm. in place? Yeah, so for the medical side, um, we have an experimentation with 2,000 patients for five uh, illnesses. Um, these patients have the right to have uh, THC oil and THC flowers now, um, and they are experimentating for two years, uh, one year remaining now. Um, and the country decided to give license to grow medical cannabis in France to uh, once the experimentation will be finished and uh, medical cannabis really enforced and authorized in France um, to, to have some French medical cannabis because you, you can't rely on importation forever. Um, so the first company had uh, its license of production. They are doing um, research and development uh, tests for now, um, but could be ready to have their first commercial grow um, at the beginning of the next year. So it's it just the first. We know that it takes a lot of time um, to have uh, a, a facility that is running and, and ready to 
um, distribute to the patients, but uh, friends finally managed to um, come forward on something <laughs> medical um, cannabis related. Um, and uh, as you may know, we are the first cannabis user or one of the first in Europe. We are big smoker and, and big consumer. Uh, we also have the, one of the harshest law in France, um, in Europe, because you can still have some fine and some jail for cannabis simple use, just possessing or smoking on the streets, for example. Um, and the, the difficulty of that and is that for example, for CBD, we had like 2,000 shops opened in like two years. So you have CBD shops everywhere uh, on big city. In, in Paris, you may have like 200 CBD shops with flower. And everywhere, even in the small city, in, in countryside, you, you can um, shop CBD. Or to the tobacco shops, you find some CBD flower. So it's everywhere. It's not really legal by now, uh, but it's not illegal. Um, and all the other CBD products are totally okay. But as for the flower, we don't have any law, so it's uh, a bit far west uh, for this kind of business. Yeah, I noticed even over in New York, they don't fully legalize till I think it's October. And I was over there like a month ago, and there's like weed trucks on every single avenue. And there just seems to be that loophole where they know it's going to be legal. So what's the point in wasting the time with all the paperwork and, and whatnot. It's been great to talk to you. I could talk to you all day, Aurelien, and uh, I want to thank you very much for taking your time to come on the show. For everybody who hasn't checked out newsweed.f4, the website is below. I highly recommend it. It's one of the best sources of uh, cannabis media content in Europe, and uh, I look forward to hopefully chatting to you again in the near future. Thank you for your invitation. It was great having you on, mate. Until the next episode, everybody, we'll chat to you then. Oh,